I want to share the idea of slowing down for a second. And I want to explain to you what I mean by that when it comes to the real estate business, whether you're a single agent or running a team like I am. I have a very small team. It's myself as the team lead. My showing partner, who's a dedicated showing specialist, and an assistant who handles all the back support. And my sh my showing specialist is someone who's been around. They've been around real estate before, um, but didn't have enough reps uh, to really be super savvy in the details. And they got away from real estate for a while and came back in September of last year. So this particular person has been with me since September. And um, their confidence has picked up. Uh, their momentum is picking up a bit. And I wanted to give you the background of that circumstance because you have to consider what their experiences level is before you start putting things into high gear and also being conscientious of slowing down, right? Because sometimes, especially us team leaders, we're always on the go. We're always on high gear, right? Trying to get things done, problem solving, um, leveraging people, and stuff like that, right? So, in this particular circumstance, um, we uh, have been really zoning in on keeping an eye on the metrics of the uh, the people that we talk to, how many conversations we have on a, on, a, on a daily and monthly basis, how many appointments we set, which is on my dry eraser board, and how many appointments we actually execute, okay, and have the client actually decide to work with us. And then lastly, the closings, right, how many closings. And I put these metrics on my dry eraser board in my office so that every time my showing specialist and myself are talking, it's visually there. You can see our progress. And for some of you guys who don't uh, track your metrics, super duper important because if you have every goals of closing a certain amount of deals and making a certain amount of money every month and every year, you have to have an understanding about how many conversations you need to have, how many appointments you need to set and execute so that you can achieve that. Okay? And Secondly, I put it on a dry eraser board because it becomes something that it's just not me talking about it, wishing for things to come true, but it's also making my team believe that if we're accomplishing these things, the money's going to roll in and everyone's going to achieve their goals. So back to the main circumstance and the main story is this. We have these metrics on the board. And in this, our particular circumstance, as of, I would say, maybe two to three weeks ago, I was, we, we've been building a pipeline of buyers, right? And some listings as well, but mostly buyers. And I started thinking to myself, wow, like Jonathan, he has, a, he, Jonathan's the showing specialist, by the way. <laughs> Jonathan sure has a lot of buyers right, of people who are ready to buy houses. Some of them circumstances are easier than others. Some of their personalities are easier than others. 
right? So some of these guys are going to make decisions quick, and some of them can't because of their particular circumstance. And I started telling myself, as a team lead who's always going to go, always thinking about the next thing we have to do, I told myself, well, there's no point of Jonathan having so many buyers if he's not having the same type of success and being able to put them on the books. And so there's a stage there that sometimes we may have forgotten to consider. And that's the critical thinking part, the problem-solving part of taking difficult circumstances and making them a success, which translates into people going under contract, right? There's that situation. You can have buyers, qualified buyers, buyers who are motivated, but it doesn't mean that it's easy to put them on the books, especially in this market, right? I mean, you can have people who have the financial resources to, you know, try to put themselves in a position to uh, be first in uh, a bidding war. And then there's some there isn't. But each particular person is unique into their circumstance as to the success of being able to get under contract. So I started telling myself, I said, well, wait a second. As fast as I want to go and as busy as, as it's getting, because we're getting into the spring summer season, I got to slow down for a second. I got to pump the brakes because I owe it to this showing specialist and to myself for the development of this person to be able to communicate with them and say, hey, um, you know, we're busy, as you can see. Uh, you can see the board. We, we are, you know, uh, setting appointments. We're meeting the appointments. We are over exceeding our goals. And you may agree that we have a good problem in our hands. And that that's, you have a lot of people who are going to need your time. And so I took the time in the morning to talk about critical thinking and problem solving. And talk about something, that piece of the business, whether you're strong at it or not as an agent, to take the time to prepare, Right. I talked about preparation. And what I mean by that is, in a lot of ways, preparation in your mind of focusing before you get into the office. Taking the time to look at your top 10 people who are ready to go look at houses. Figure out who is priority based on maybe their schedule. So that you can, so that the showing specialist can plan a week in advance and anticipate who is going to need their time and when can they take a break for themselves as well, right? Because rest is important as well. So I'm taking the time to help them kind of visualize and plan this good problem that we have in our hands. And then lastly, third, I said to him, hey, now that you know who's urgent and priority, Take the time to really look at that person's situation. The one who's the most urgent person to get to because maybe you're going to have to show houses to them tomorrow based on their schedule. Take the time today to reflect your consultation forward slash strategy session is what we call it in our world. 
about their wants and their needs, what they've been favoriting in the MLS, what kind of communications you have with them. Have they come into um, have they come into a realization the reality of this market and how aggressive they need to be as buyers? Have we positioned them in the right places to recommend them and suggest specific type of programs or specific type of advice to help them win? Have we communicated that to them in a way that they understand so that We've looked and exhausted all options to the point of communicating to the buyer where they sit and where they stand. And the critical thinking part of this, to take the time to really look at everyone's situation, is not just so much important for the buyer and to have the success of putting them under contract, but it's just as important for the realtor. Because if you think about it, if you have 10 buyers and let's admit, let's, you know, I think you guys would agree as real estate agents, most buyers, their availability is on the weekend. And I always say to my realtors and people that I coach, typically when you have three qualified buyers that are ready to show up, look at houses on the weekend, that's your whole weekend, right? You're going to get burnt out. I mean, I, I think it's, it's definitely doable, but you're going to get burnt out. And you may be okay with that because you might take a day off during the week and that's cool. Which is what I tell my show sponsors to do. But some of us can't. Some of us won't be able to handle four or five people on the weekend because your service level will just drop if that's the case. So, the level is not just important for the customer and the buyer, but it's important for the realtor. The reason why is because it's super duper important for the realtor to take the time to critical think and problem solve a situation for a buyer before they actually take them out for the purpose of efficiency. Efficiency of everyone's time. You see, if you don't take the time to do critical thinking and problem solving, you may end up spending more time with the buyer then you need to. If I have 10 buyers, I'm making sure for myself and communicating this to the buyer, how important it is for us to be efficient with our time and to look at the right houses and making sure that we're both in agreement about that. Because if I have three or four people that I have to show during the weekend, I want to make sure we're not wasting our time looking at the wrong places. I want to make sure that my energy level is on par for the next person I have to help. And more importantly, I have to make sure that my energy level is on par for when I have to go home and be with my family. Right? It's something that we don't think about because we're always chasing the dollar, we're always chasing the dollar bills. That as long as I give all my energy to my clients, we totally forget that we have to still have to go home because we have our main clients at home, our child, our wife, our fiancés, whoever it is. You have people at home that need you just as much. So take the time to slow down. 
in my particular circumstance, this is the time that I'm spending with Jonathan to make sure not only the importance of communicating the problem-solving critical thinking part, because once he has an understanding, a basic understanding, he'll take that habit and that approach and continue to apply it in the next cycle of buyers and, and clients that we have. So for the way I'm looking at it right now is that we're in the first quarter of 2022. Jonathan easily has 10 to 12 qualified buyers. These are all people that might close in the second and third quarter. And then when Q2 comes around, we're probably going to have another 10 to 12 buyers again. But at this time, when Q2 comes around, Jonathan's going to be a little bit more mindful and a little bit more strategic to know that he has to take the time to critical think each person for the purpose of efficiency. Because it's important to him and it's important to his family. I hope this guys, guys, I hope this, this helped you out. Um, I know it's uh, me as a team leader. Um, it helped me out to take the time to really say this is an important piece of development for an agent. And you could be a single agent as well. And this is a great audio to listen to, to remind yourself, pat yourself in the back when you have people that you're helping. But remind yourself not to just spin your wheels, but actually be strategic with taking the time to problem solve somebody's situation. And if you don't know, if you feel like you've exhausted everything, make sure you get to go to a, an experienced team leader or a mentor that you may have and take a time to maybe discuss, you know, two or three clients with that person to see what they would recommend. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Hope this has helped out. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.